are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. 402-342-1290, 402-342-1290. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, just curious um, about what your thoughts are. A recent Gallup poll said 51% of Americans disapprove of Obamacare and record, and according to this, say 29% of them say that it has hurt them. Uh, Matt Barros, welcome to the program. Great to see you here yeah, thanks for having today. Me What's going on? Um, are, are you... Within that fifty-one percent, or would you say that um, we, you've got to, you've got? I guess you, you don't. You're not using an ACA plan, are you? In your own situation, I'm. I'm not on. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to go to the exchanges or anything like that. I'm. I'm actually on my wife's plan, who works for a pretty reputable um, c- company, uh, mm-hmm. restaurant company. She works mm-hmm. for a restaurant, and, so, right and she's and she's in management, so. Um, she gets a pretty she gets a pretty good deal. She gets a, we have pretty good insurance. You know what the best part about our 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 health our healthcare plan is is we have a the deductible I want to say is like twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. but somehow they have some sort of some sort of bank where they is it first HSA or? they pay the like they pay like a thousand or something of oh, it. Yeah. So so you you don't have to pay the whole twenty five hundred. So it's not as it's not as steep, but. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. If I was in, if I was on one of these plans where it was like five, eight, ten thousand dollar deductible, I don't. I, at that point, I don't even understand what the point of having insurance is. When, like, what's the point of having insurance if whether you have it or not, you just have to declare bankruptcy or something? Like, I don't really understand. I just don't understand how it all works. I, I just. I think a lot in a lot of these weeks I sit here and I listen to you guys talk. It's just a lot of it goes over my head, you know, a lot of like the the technical stuff, the technic the technicalities of how healthcare works and how it's exchanged and how it goes from the federal government to the state government to you know the, to the to the consumer back to I just I don't understand what the point of all of it is. I, I really don't. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. A lot I think I think that's where a lot of that statistic is that fifty one percent, fifty two percent. I mean and I've said this on the show before, it seems like the way we're going with healthcare is the only people that really are benefiting from this are the are the really poor because they all they get subsidized. Mm-hmm. So all their cost is subsidized. And then of course the rich because they have oogles and oogles of money, so they can pay for better care. Like mm-hmm. they can pay for a doctor to come to their house like the old days, you know, and they can they can get the top surgeon to fly in and do you know what I'm saying? So it just seems like it seems like we're going to this two tier system where I was every, just gonna say the two tier yeah. system exactly. And it just seems like everybody else is getting sa- smashed in between, and they're not really getting anything at all out of the deal. I think that's that's right, and I think w- one of the interesting things is to look at a country like like England, which has a a um, you know a public option, a you know NHS National Healthcare Sis- Service, and anybody that has the resources to do it, i.e. more money to do it. Uh, they, the thing is you got to get a purchase, purchase a private health insurance plan. And a lot of people always say, Oh, well, what about in Switzerland? That place is oh, great. They've got, um, all of these things. They have all of their insurance companies are privatized insurance companies, but it, it's a socialized system, but it's run by private insurance companies. So maybe that's 
somewhat of an answer. I don't really know what I think it actually Matt should be state driven or regional driven like as in the Midwest we're all about the same as and nobody's really out of control here. I think we should have our own little little health insurance program that could be available to Nebraska and Wyoming and Iowa. <laughs> I agree. And, I was just telling my wife the other night, I think we should go back to every state having its own currency, too. She looked at me like I was crazy. I said, well, why not? I mean, Nebraska is one of those few states that, like, we all sit around and balance our budgets, and we all sit around and really pinch our, pinch our pennies and whatnot. And then you got states like California that are just spending money that they don't even have like crazy. Why should our why should we be on the same currency or on the same economy that a state like that? It doesn't make any sense to me. And she looked at me like I was nuts. She's like, you mean, you mean if I drove to Colorado and I have to exchange my, I said, well, yeah, what's the problem? It takes two minutes to exchange your money. At least, at least it would be more, it, to me, it'd be more fair. Or do you think you could do both? Like still have dollars, but also pay in a local currency? Yeah. I mean, I was just riffing, you know, I was just intellectual riff, you know, it was really all I was doing, but I mean, it kind of goes with the same, you know, same conversation. Like, you know, why, 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 why would we have a federalized healthcare system. system? It doesn't make sense when you have so many states with, in so many. They, each state has its own set of resources and its own set of problems and its own set of challenges. Why would we lump all those people together? You know, you talk about a lot of people want to talk about the European system. Yeah. A lot of those countries are the size of a couple of our states. Oh, easily. So yeah. why would we? Why would we think that we are so? It seems I think arrogant. Like Germany's <laughs> like the size of Ohio or something like. Or right. About the same. Right. And so you're and you're so you're dealing with a group, you know. Not to mention up until about you know 30 years ago, you were dealing with you know a very homogeneous population over there as well. Obviously, those that's changing as well now, but and that's kind of complicating things a little bit, but. You know, you were dealing when you had these European countries. Yeah, you know, but everybody kind of everybody worked and everybody, you know, was was pitching into the system, you know, and everybody's not only that, but everybody's taxes was what, 80 percent or yeah, they're a lot <laughs> higher up there. And I, and I don't think Americans have the will to pay higher taxes right now. Right. And I think that's probably because, Matt, one of the reasons why I don't like pay taxes is like you don't like paying for bad, bad service. You know what I mean? Or you, yeah. you uh, if we got a good value out of our tax dollars, I think you'd see more people lining up to sure. You Absolutely. Know? But I, I, I just don't, I'm not seeing it. Right. And if the benefit, how did, how did Obama write it in his, in his book? It was like, he, he basically, uh, it was, I think it was that dreams from my father book where he said that his, that he didn't think it'd be a problem if we were taxed 100% as long as our tax was commensurate with our benefit. I don't know if I'm down with 100% like Obama wrote, but yeah, I'm an, okay, maybe I'll pay 50, 60% in taxes, but I've got to see 50 or 60% of benefit coming back. And right now I pay, what What do we pay right now? 35, 40% of our income, something like that? I don't like think that. it should ever, I don't think any person, I don't care how much you should do, should, you should never have to pay more than half of what you make to the government. Uh, I just don't think that's fair. Right. Well, not only that, but you're not getting, you're, I mean, you're not getting any, any sort of benefit back. No. I guess. Go ahead. Oh, you got a text message? No, I well, I got something here. It says uh, it's, it's funny that we're talking about this right now because I just got this graph uh, sent to me about two hours ago. It says uh, hundred. It was 101 years of the income tax in 1913. Uh, the top, like the top tax bracket, uh, was seven percent. Right now, today or 2014, it's four. It's 40 percent. 
the top the ta- the tax bracket range. Oh, well, let's 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 skip down a little bit. So the fan. How about this one? The family standard deduction in today's dollars in 1913 was ninety three thousand dollars. Standard deduction in 1913, if you if you make it in today's dollars, was ninety three thousand dollars. Today, twelve thousand dollars. Whoa. Yeah, I mean that we don't realize. Like we don't realize how much we're being taxed compared to the people say back in 1913. Like because it's it's that frog in the pot, you know. It's that it just it's happened so gradually over a hundred years that people don't realize. You know, our 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 founding fathers fought over a stamp tax. Man, they they picked up their guns and went to war over a over a stamp over a stamp, you know, or a tea tax. And now we're like, well. I might consider 60% of my income. That's true. Actually, the one I was thinking about those, uh, Matt, of those taxes, probably the one that was probably the the one that would have bothered me the most was the quartering act where they had to basically let a soldier from. Yeah. That's messed up. Hey, it's the British government. Let us in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. Feed us and give us all your alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a good look. You got your daughter looks good too. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. that that's just that bizarre. happened. That's for real. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? It's yeah. like if our government says you have to have a, put up a soldier has to live in your house. Yeah. Right now. That's why I mean you that's, have to feed. That's and where like the them. entire Bill of Rights comes from is all the stuff they were doing to the colonists back then. Yeah. You know, including the no quarter. You know, yeah. no quartering. Yeah. Bizarre, <laughs> bizarre stuff. <laughs> right. Not too long ago, but um, hey, thanks, thanks always for your yeah, for your thoughts absolutely. there, Matt. Great to. Great to hear from you uh, here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Um, 402-342-1290. We got uh, just enough time for you to sound off if you want. Otherwise, I'm going to give you my final thoughts for the week and what I think is going to happen in the election this fall. We'll be right back.